Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay, hello everyone and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Anna Munoz, who is a massive mind and body birth nerd who helps you release the aches and the pains that come from pregnancy, as well as the mental stress and the anxiety that comes through the thought of giving birth and whether or not you're going to be a good mother, which of course you're going to be. And Anna is the founder and the owner of Mind and Body Motherhood, supporting mothers navigating pregnancy, birth, postpartum, through services such as massage, birth doula packages, and hypnosis sessions. Fantastic. Anna, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Mark. Wow, like, that was a great introduction. That, it's all yours. It's all what you do. It's fantastic. I know. I'm always excited that. to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Well, hey, can, can you do me a favor? Can you just kind of expand a little bit more on where are you today with your business and who is it that you love to work with? Yes, of course. So where I am today is um, fully serving my pregnant clients, postpartum clients. Um, and I work with people going through the whole pregnancy journey from conception to postpartum. Um, and it's, I could just talk all day about it. It's just, it's a great, you know, it's, it's one where so many people, either they plan to become pregnant or they just wake up one day and they're like, Oh, I'm pregnant. I don't know what to do. And and it's fun to, you know, to join them in the journey and to give them all the either resources and information or help them understand like, you know, what to do to create the birth plan that they want to have. Um, or they may come to me after they've given birth because they had a great pregnancy and they're like, I don't really need you. I don't know what a doula does. And then they're in their postpartum and they're like, okay, I kind of get what what you do. I wish I'd had you before, but now here's where I am. And I'm like, all right, cool. How do we support you? How do we guide you so that you can make this a good journey so you could connect with your baby so that you could look back at your birth and like recognize like how it impacts you, your life moving forward, your mothering. And if you choose to have children in the future, you know, how to make sure we don't bring the trauma that experience into the next one. So I, I help moms through that whole journey. And if they're doing it again, I help them through that journey without bringing the first experience through or the second or third or whenever they come to me. Well, that's incredible. So it's, there's a number of different sort of stages that you offer help and support. And they kind of break those down. And I guess it's what what do you find is what's the number one thing that you you need help your your women to either be aware of or a challenge or a barrier that they need to overcome so that they can fully embrace the work that you do with them? Yeah, that's a really great question. So there's two to it. 
for my my clients who come to me postpartum that in their pregnancy, they were like, it sounds really cool what you offer, but I'm having a really great pregnancy. It's understanding that your body is doing a really great job of growing your baby and, you know, having a really great pregnancy experience, but the current climate in the environment, um, whether you're choosing to give birth at home, at a birth center or at a hospital, you know, you don't know, you, you should become aware of the climate. You should become aware. And I mean, you're, um, you, you, you just start to recognize in America that, you can trust your body, you can trust your baby, you can trust your pregnancy experience, but how many of your red flags are you letting slide by without you recognizing that your red flags are sliding by? So it's bringing awareness that as much as you are having a really great pregnancy, um, the birth climate in America is very um, cookie cutter and very, yeah, you know, you're going to do this. This is, you know, I'm going to let you do this, you know, providers yeah. saying I'm going to let you do this. And it's, it's a recognition of when you're in labor and shit's hitting the fan. That's not when you open your eyes and say, oh, this is what Anna was trying to prepare me for. So it's a thing of bringing the recognition of your pregnancy is going really great. Let's make sure your labor is great as well with you having the understanding of how to navigate birth in a hospital setting, birth at a home setting, birth at a birth setting, a birth center setting. And then the other part for the people who have recognized that is, um, is them, you know, is, is, is then giving them the resources because they have the awareness of it. And now they're like, okay, I'm aware of it. I've seen, you know, these horror stories, these traumatic stories. I don't want it for myself. What do I do now? How do I navigate? Or this? they've been so, through it before, right? The first, or they've one. been through it. Exactly. Well, Katie's story with obviously going through four is like mm -hmm. it's different. The lessons have been learned, and the, yeah. the, the what went wrong, what she didn't expect in the moment is is so different. So one thing I want to go back to quickly, where I think this is this is massive. What you just said. How many red flags are sliding by? Well, yes. shit, that's massive, okay? Yes. In pregnancy, in personal health, in relationships, in business. So I want to just dive into that particular topic because we yes. see this time and time again. Crumbs, on, on, on our podcast, the red flags that we see with potential guests, people yeah. that have come on, things that aren't, shouldn't be considered as red flags. But yeah. we now know if someone does this or says this, there is a massive challenge. Boom, boom, there is boom. a massive problem. Red flags that don't seem like red flags. And we'll save that for another time. That's some lessons from the podcast that we're going to be sharing. But into your world, these red flags, let's let's qualify these. What are they that we yeah. can easily dismiss? Oh, the let talk. <laughs> my, provider, my provider won't let me do this. I want to, you know, labor and burn in a tub, but they won't let me, right? It's just the the unconsciousness behind the let's, right? Because mm. it's a thing where if you allow the let conversation to come in, my provider won't let me push on all fours. My provider won't let me eat. My provider won't let me drink. My provider won't let me move. The unconsciousness of it is they are a higher authority than I am on my body and my baby and my pregnancy. Um, wow. And that's a red flag that just, you know, it could not only stay with the pregnancy, but it could go into the postpartum and it could go into the motherhood where now are you 
the parent or are you co-parenting with your do- your, your your pediatrician? Are you co-parenting with so many other people who you've now welcomed in because of the lab? Oh, and again, we talk about the different phases of your, your clients, you know, pre, during, after, let's maybe break it down to just the three core aspects. During, yeah. I remember Katie's stories about, about, about one, which was being, being told to, to, to hold, to hold. It's like, I, I can't literally, this is happening. I can't, or it was, you need to push like, no, trusting your body, knowing yes. you, I mean, what the unforget yourself show here? So Whereas, whereas I'm holding my hands up, I can't talk about pregnancy firsthand. I've not done it. Okay, I'll always wave that flag. But <laughs> these principles of knowing yourself, having that honest conversation, being able to say, "This feels right for me," or "This feels wrong," and you're right. The cookie cutter approach doesn't always doesn't always cut it. So, crumbs. This is this is big. This is deep. I love this kind of. Let's can we pull this into like business? Because I think yeah. these concepts of of pregnancy, of of parenting, we can add their similarities to, to the business world. So, as you have you have two toddlers, you have your what? real human toddler. Oh, yes, <laughs> and oh, shoot, you have your right. business toddler. Yes. So, what have been the patterns and the similarities that you can talk to from your experience within? mind body understanding of the pregnancy and managing that motherhood aspect how does that relate to business what have been the similarities ah you know as you were saying that i started to see the connections with the let and the business because it's you know people like come with you know you have people who they're really well-meaning but they come with like this is the funnel that you have to take to make you know x amount of money and it's like you know well i wouldn't I wouldn't create a funnel like this. I wouldn't create an email funnel like this. I wouldn't write this copy. Like, you know, they don't let, you know, the let you could, I can see all of that with my business, how I've been limiting the copy or limiting even the sharing my vote, my just natural speaking, because it's like, oh, well, not everyone curses the way I curse. (laughs) Talk me through that. How how so? Give me some examples. Let's let's make this Uh, real and tangible. Okay. Um, so when, so when I first started my business, it was purely just prenatal massage. Um, and then the evolution came of the dueling and the hypnosis. Mm. So when it was purely massage in the massage world, we have, a, it's very taboo to talk about, or we don't even open the door for anything that could be construed as sexual so that we don't then lean into the whole happy ending talk, right? We close that door, but I'm a prenatal massage therapist and that was leading into doula. And so I was understanding that we were having conversations with, I was having conversations with my clients where it was like, oh, we have to talk about sex. We have to talk about orgasms. We have to talk about like bodily functions that could open that door. But I'd already been told by, you know, teachers knocked into my head, into my head. We do not open that door because it could lead to happy, happy ending conversation, prostitution, like, you know, into things that unfortunately massage industry is trying to untie itself with. Um, so I, as I say this all out loud, I've started to realize that even though it's been 10 years in the massage industry and the birth, birth um, prenatal massage, I still don't have those 
uncensored conversations of, you know, well, you know, the same way you made your baby is the same way baby's going to come out. Like, let's start talking about like how you induce a baby and like how you started having a baby is what's going to make the baby. And let's talk about like the importance of like sperm and ejaculation and all these things. But you sense yourself because like you can't talk about sex because you're a prenatal massage therapist. And yeah, I don't know if that one makes fully sense, but that's very yeah. specific to the massage world. Let's like, we don't let you talk about this now being affecting a whole business because of a industry standard. Okay. I want to hold space for you to say, you, you, it sounds like you limit yourself because yeah. of here's what your past coaches, here's what the industry says. And I'm not saying whether they're good or bad, they're, everyone has their place, but you feel like you've been limited. You've been stifled. They won't, they won't let you. And I want to turn that around. <laughs> you didn't let yourself. Yeah. Which is, ah, oh, damn it. There's guilt and there's frustration and there's, that may feel like an attack, but you, you didn't let yourself. If you can hold that as true, sounds like it is. Okay. So what for someone who is so confident about helping your clients to be able to trust themselves? to be able to ask for what they want, to be able to guide them through this process of what, there it is, of what they want, how they want their pregnancy to be. Openly, lovingly, what is it that's holding you back from doing the business in your way, from growing a business in the way you want to? Oh, you know what it is it's the it's the industry it's it's the industry coming down on my back because <laughs> you know I'd be I'd be having to have those conversations where you know um uh the massage world just is very easy at coming towards you and being like we don't talk about that and it's like I yes you know what that's cool you don't talk about that I talk about that because I don't serve I don't serve men. So it's not like we're going to open a conversation about happy endings because I'm not serving them. So I can have these conversations. How this many is... of these barriers are actually, yeah. Yeah, this, uh, sorry to jump in there. Yeah. But how many of these barriers are self-created? This Here is yeah. a problem, but I'm not going to talk about that. It's not really an issue, but I'm making it or someone else has made an issue. And therefore I'm holding this, this rock, this, this, this boulder on my back, which actually I could just throw it away. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. not Bye. relevant. No, 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 because it doesn't fit my unique business and my unique client and my unique audience and who I work with. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> it does not fit your unique business and your unique clients. Beautiful. We said before you came on the podcast, I'm like, Anna, there's a, there's a gazillion people do what, what you do. Yeah. What makes you stand out? What makes you special? What makes you amazing? And step one is, damn it, it's you. Unforget yourself. Yeah. And it's being you. I mean, what did you say before we jumped on a podcast? It, it's, am I okay to square on this? I know you're not going to go nuts, but I'm like, yeah, fuck yes. Yes, <laughs> we allow the language you want to be. It's like, oh, and okay, that one moment. Yeah. When I said yes, did you feel restricted or did you feel lighter? I felt lighter. I'm I'm a Jersey girl. Like we curse, you know. It's in our. It's I don't even know if it's in our blood, but it's in our personality. <laughs> I'm it British. We do it posh like, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You guys, 
bullock or something. I don't know. Bollocks. Yeah, there we are. We <laughs> yeah, bloody, bloody hell. I don't really know how you guys curse. I just, it, but whenever I hear an English person curse, they do it really like nicely. I think that's why I liked Pride and Prejudice. She's insults you without you even realize you're being insulted. We're going on off tangent here, but yes, absolutely. I get away <laughs> with so much in the States because of my British accent. And it's like, yes. is, he, is he serious? Because sarcasm isn't quite, it's a different kind of level over here. So with my accent and the way I speak, I can get away with a lot. You do, but yeah, yeah. you're right. And it's, it's fun. So, oh, bloody hell. Right, crumbs and crikey and all that <laughs> stuff. So where, where were we? We have gone off on um, tangent here. Back into business. Yes. Feeling light. Okay. So how do you want your business to feel? Like this conversation, easy and flowing. <laughs> and what does it feel right now? Uh, it feels like it's on that way. It feels like I just asked my business if I could curse. And now uh -huh. like I'm getting the answer of like, fuck, yeah, you can. Nice. So there's a, a level of, hey, you just asked your, your business. So we went to the realm of personification. Yeah. I just called your, I just said, you know, you have two toddlers and you raised your hand and said, no, Mark, I've only got one. Yeah. The point I was getting to was your, your business and your human toddler. Yeah, yeah. So if we personify the business, ah. Oh, what does your business want? My business wants to be just like my daughter and it just wants to like take up space and like <laughs> be like, I'm here. It's like, I'm here, bitches. <laughs> you know, toddlers, mm. they don't, they, we were on a plane and this girl was beating up the seat in front of it. And I'm like, we don't do that. We don't do that. And she's like, I'm going to do it. And that's exactly what my, my, my business wants to do it wants to hit the back of like the birth community's plane seat and annoy it yeah. until we like change it all up and you know awaken people giving birth and like show them like hey you could you could stand up and ask for first class like that lady did and she got it so if here's a concept that we teach within unforget yourself yes. switching the perspectives now this is huge okay okay well, I think it's huge. You you can take this to the bank or take it back and shoot it. You're cool. So mm -hmm. the business is your baby. It is your toddler. Let's take this concept and switch it. You are your business's baby. You are the toddler of your business. Now that motherly, the pressure, the, oh, I've got to make sure it survives. Rather than being going toward your business, your business provides for you. Your business is taking care of you. If you can switch that, what are you thinking? What's going through your mind with that that change of perception? Uh, that was a really great. The visual that came in um, when I when I was pregnant with my daughter, it was very important for me to honor her and to recognize that what she does is not wrong like we as adults we label toddlers and their craziness as like wrong um but like we're not and it's a thing of me recognizing that she's a girl you know her craziness could be labeled as like oh she's stubborn and you know all these other words but were she a boy she'd be like a leader oh she's gonna be a really great boss one day right and so what came in as you were explaining all that was being in that toddler and being just being without putting the restrictions and without putting the label and without introducing the conditionings and without um, mm. 
without like burning out the fire. You know, it's it's fun to watch her as a toddler because she's she's wild. Um, and it's 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 kind of seeing her and being like, oh, I as the parent have the power of either adding more oxygen and bringing that flame higher and making it, you know, a whole, you know, fire pit. Um, or I could put a lid on it and take the oxygen out and slowly watch it dim out and, you know, be a controlled flame. Mm. So, but the business is doing that. Now I'm the toddler. <laughs> ooh, so you are, uh -huh, you are the entrepreneur toddler yeah. screaming, but I want to do this. I want to <laughs> be able to talk authentically. Crumbs, one of our clients, it was night or day difference. Once she was, she had struggled with sales, struggled with getting her, her confidence coaching program out there. In Valentine's Day, there was a, huh, we gave her permission to say what she really wants. Not what she thinks or what her other coaches were telling her to say, but say what you really want. Be more risque, be more tongue in cheek and fun and cheeky with it. And is there any coincidence that it was a success that it worked that it felt better that one concept it's hard to do it's why we exist it's to know this stuff is great but to be able to put in action this yeah. way you need help and support and other tools to guide you so to shift that perspective you are the toddler kicking and screaming with what i want to do yeah if you could pick a couple aspects just a few on what have you, what have you been screaming? What have you been screaming for age? Apart from like, yeah, to use the language that you want, oh, to talk about sex and all the things that come along that's taboo. You can't yeah. talk, yes, you can. What else are you screaming or been kicking that maybe you weren't aware of it before? <laughs> I just realized how much I still censor myself. Um, you know, it's just, all of it, you know, it's, it's telling, I just want to shake people. I just want to shake women and, and, and tell them, Hey, a like, if you're making a decision because you want to avoid pain, like you don't avoid pain, you get the pain either with the contractions or you get the pain with like, you know, healing from a cesarean or you get the pain after the, the, you know, epidurals taken out, but the pain is never avoidable. Like there's so mm. much I, I want to say, but, but then people take it personally. And I'm like, how do I say this without people taking it personally? But maybe it's their awakening of like them recognizing for themselves why they're feeling this way. And, I could be that little voice and they could be like, it really irks me that you said that it really irks me that you said that it really irks me that you said you can't avoid the pain. And like, well, what are you going to do while you wait for the epidural? Cause you still have to get contractions. You don't get the epidural just cause labor started. You get the epidural cause you've already been in labor for a really good, you know, couple of hours and you've reached the point where you, the hospital will take you. So what are you going to do with pain during then? Like, I just want to ask questions that people are like trying to avoid because they don't yeah. want to face the birth questions. Yeah, yeah. step one of unforget yourself within the system. First step is avoidance. Yeah, That's it. That's what we always go to time and time again. We're avoiding. Maybe you're avoiding challenging some authority figures. Maybe you're avoiding taking full responsibility for, if I do show up as my full authentic self and it doesn't work, then fuck. Fear of, success, fear of failure. There yeah. we are. Now we're going down the, the, the sort of level. So... To shake that you want to shake your clients say hey say the things in the yes and i'm gonna oh yes 
you just said your clients want to avoid the pain. Yeah. Okay? Some of them. So they're trying to do all these things. They're not going to avoid it. It's going to show As I the avoid. Voice. You avoid. Where was I going there? I think I've lost my way. Where was it? Oh, so... No, it wasn't you. It was completely me as I go on different tangents. So there, where, where are you avoiding? What are you trying to stop from happening? Where is that? And where else is that showing up? Is that the key? Most likely, because my brain just went blank on that answer. <laughs> uh, okay, where? what else? What am I trying to avoid? Um, you know, once you open Pandora's box, you have to, like, you just, you have to go forward with the mess of it. And it's mm -hmm. once I open Pandora's box, you know, on the birth community, then I, you can't close it. You have to stay fully committed on like, okay, you've opened Pandora's box. You are going to, you are going to ruffle a lot of feathers because in the birth world, in the medical world, it takes a good, I think like 20 years for things, for new evidence to actually take effect. And so the mm -hmm. things that I'm bringing on providers, although the evidence is there to prove it, providers like haven't had the time to welcome it. And, you know, you, it, what's the saying? You, you can't treat a uh, train. You can't teach an old dog, new tricks type of things. And so it's like, okay, I'm going to be stepping on providers toes because I'm going to be teaching my clients, which I've already been doing with my one-on-one, -on -one, teaching them how to advocate for themselves, teaching them how to, you know, stop the let conversation, you know, the second it happens, teaching them how to like, the second you see that red flag, fire your provider, teaching them to fire providers who aren't on it. So now I'm going to be doing it at a grander scale, right? A scale that, mm. you know, I'm not isolated to when I was in Jersey and I'm not isolated to now just in Orlando that could impact you know the whole state it could impact the whole country it could start the the ripple effect of yeah. changing birth because I'm bringing the tools I'm, I've said okay fuck the the fuck the trying to get through to the providers I'm bringing it to the client and I'm, mm. I'm going to ruffle a lot of toes of people being like, well, who taught you that? Who taught you that you could fire me? Ooh, so that's where you want to, you're a renegade, a little disruptor. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. So once you overcome, first, once you have full awareness of this, that we, I know this is fresh and you've kind of been sort of processing live, which thank you for sharing. It's fantastic probably for you and for people listening as yeah, I go through the you. same thing. But once you understand this and overcome it and see the other challenges that come with it just think how you'll be able to show up more fully to help your clients step into their autonomy to step into what they truly want to give them the confidence to do the thing because now you're doing it on a different level the ripple effect yeah that's it and i want to hold one thing that you said you once you open pandora's box you can't close it well that's obviously Greek mythology. You absolutely can close it. After this, after this conversation, other people turn on the podcast, go about your day, forget about it. Yeah. You're like, ah, once this dopamine, once this adrenaline starts to filter yes. out of your body, you have the choice to go back to, who was that guy? No, I, I, I'm okay. It's, it's safer to just do this. This has worked. This has worked. I can't vary from it. So you absolutely can close the box. This is the beautiful thing about yeah. choice.
with your clients, with you and your business. It's all about choice. So you have the power. This is fantastic. I've, look, this has been a, such a fantastic conversation. Anna, thank you so much for not only sharing what you do with your clients, but behind the scenes, talking openly about you know, what's, what it's like for you. It's been beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been really wonderful to have this conversation and be able to process it raw, as you said, like in the moment. It's it's not a talk about birth. It's a talk about business and where I am right now. And I'm sure a lot of your audience will also connect with that. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much. And I appreciate your words. So, hey, look, and if people want to find out more about you and the amazing work that you do, fuck yes, yes where can they find you? <laughs> Fuck yes. They can find me um, on Instagram at um, Mind and Body Motherhood. Um, it's also my website, mindandbodymotherhood.com. And I also have a podcast called um, The Mother Within, where I help I help people just connect, moms connect from conception to postpartum, similar to what we spoke today about just disrupting it, disrupting it all. Everyone, please go and check that out. And and again, thank you so, so much. This has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.